Okay, so did y'all see the first episode of season three of Insecure? That was nothing more than confirmation from the universe that it's time to discuss boundaries. Hey, I'm Alicia Renee, and you're listening to Ask Love Podcast. the deal make sure you head over to instagram and follow at ask Glow podcast on instagram no hashtag um be sure to leave your five-star reviews on whatever platform it is that you're listening to me on whether it be stitcher soundcloud or apple podcasts also Share your favorite episode of Ask Glow podcast with two to three people sometime this week just talk about what you like about me Bring me up in your conversation <laughs> and get your friends who don't listen to podcasts to listen to mine. Um, this week, I first want to say how excited I am um, that Insecure Season 3, like Insecure period, is back. Like I love the show. It's like one of my favorite shows and I'm so, so, so excited it's back because that leaves like so much theme life stuff for me and my friends to talk about and that's really kind of how we learn what each person is kind of really like and like what they would really do in certain life situations so this week um I already mentioned it last week but this week we're going to be discussing boundaries um if you didn't hear last week's episode where we talked all about entitlement and how to get rid of that shit so that you can really, really glow up, really, like, prosper yourself. Um, So this week, we're going to talk about boundaries, and they really kind of go hand in hand. Um, I have been equipped, quote unquote, uh, with boundaries since, like, 2014. Um, I never really knew what they were. I didn't really understand their purpose until I started setting them. And I started to realize that I started to feel more like myself. Um, And so boundaries really kind of help you put those barriers are those buffer zones between you and another person so that your interactions don't mesh and so that each time you have an interaction, your true um, intentions are set forth and are made known because the boundary is there. For the longest, I would just feel so drained when I would be talking and texting, um, would just drain me. And it was because I would be talking or texting or social media, Facebooking, Instagramming, Twittering, like all through the night, all times of day, like around the clock. And I didn't get enough self time or, um, just cutoff time where everything shuts off. Like I didn't get much of that. And so it made me so mean and bitchy and cranky. And honestly, like I just got to the point where I couldn't put up with myself anymore. So I really decided that it was time to change some things. And so 
I started to impose boundaries with both family and friends. And so family is so bizarre because so many people are like, I love my family. I'll do anything for them. (laughs) That's not me. Okay. It used to be me. And it's very toxic for that to be you, especially when you are the person that's always doing the extending. So, um, When I started placing boundaries on my family and friends, I started to learn so many important things. And so the first thing I learned was the biggest or the thing that we hear most often about setting boundaries is that the only people who are offended by boundaries are people who will continuously cross that line that you create, you know? Um, it's it's going to agitate and offend the people who are consistently gaining something from you not having boundaries. And so I took, I didn't drastically, you know, place myself inside a fort, Um, I started gradually and I just started adding things and people started to catch my drift without me having to say it. And so I started with my phone. Um, I didn't answer unscheduled phone calls at all for a year. Um, I don't care who you were, what you had to say. If there was no heads up, I was not answering. So even if you text me right now, Um, and I don't have my phone in my hand or, you know, I'm not around it. And then you call me after. Sure. That's a heads up, but that's not a real heads up. So it was, I mean, there was no reason for me to answer a lot of the calls. Like a lot of the things could be said over text message. And so for me, it was, if it's an emergency, you should be calling 911. (laughs) Like that's it. Like, why are you calling me? If it's an emergency, call someone who can actually assist you because it's not me. (laughs) So once I started to set those um, phone call boundaries, people stopped calling. You know, it was a cause and effect. I wanted people to stop calling me. So I stopped answering the phone. And as a resort, people stopped calling me, period. And so it gave me a whole lot more time to think about meaningful conversations um, and kind of the decline of meaningful conversation because a lot of the time we briefly um, talk to people. We don't really go in depth or go deep anymore. We just kind of, oh, day's going good. Let me tell you about the situation. Okay, cool. Bye. Um, We don't really have those relationships where we keep up with every move and unless you incorporate or or say that it's social media, but that's a different thing. So I set um, the phone calls off. Then I set a time cut off with my text messages. So most of my friends knew um, not to hit me after 10 p.m. And it it was simple. Um, One week, I decided that the boundaries were up. And so In that week, when people messaged me um, at, you know, 10.15, 11.30, you know, getting into the weed late hours of the night, I would literally respond, hey, can you not text me this late again? 
and that was it. You know, it wasn't uh, why why the f are you texting me this late? Blah blah blah. It was a can you please not call me or text me at this time of night anymore. That's it. And it got to the point where if I hit my friends up after 10 p.m., they thought I was in trouble or, you know, there was something wrong or they were semi in a panic. And so it was really cute to see how my friends responded um, to just a simple request of more self-time. Kind of segues into my um, non-negotiables. Non-negotiables, whether it's family or friends, and and this is like the um, biggest step of setting boundaries and really saying to yourself, okay, so I've created this distance between me and other people, but now I need to set rules. Um, What are some things that you can do to me and what are some things that you absolutely cannot do to me? And what are some things that you could do to me that I would forgive you for versus what are some things that you would do to me and we will literally never talk again in your life? Um, And that was hard for me because I felt that I was betraying um, people, that I was being disloyal. I felt like I wasn't being supportive. I felt like I was being selfish, full of myself. All these negative things, when in honesty, I was setting healthy boundaries so that I can be a better person. For me, my my biggest non-negotiable was or is, um, I don't tolerate disrespect on any level. Uh, it's, It's one of those things where if you disrespect me, I will never talk to you again. I don't care if it was something minor that to another person, they can brush it off. You know, if I feel disrespected, I will not talk to you again. And for some, it sounds so crazy, but I have literally stopped talking to family, my sisters, um, my friends, like for talking to me crazy. And I mean, family, you can cut off, but like I have disconnected from my siblings for speaking to me any kind of way completely and and for years not said anything and it's like I'm not holding a grudge but until you learn how to respect me and treat me the way that I deserve to be treated I won't engage in any interaction with you because I value myself that much and you don't value me And so that was something that I had to drill inside of my head because it was like, well, you know, everybody's not going to respect you and it's your family and you should know, know and know. And the same went with friends. Um, I've had like friendships where back in the day we were all kind of dumb and young and we were still kind of figuring all this shit out. That type of disrespect and things like that, water under the bridge. But now that I am self-aware, um, there are a lot of things that just do does not fly, you know. And friendships for me, and and I say it so often, and people say it's morbid, but the one thing I know for sure is that I'm gonna die alone. The one thing I know for sure. So there is no reason. Um, why I feel like I have to be attached or I feel like I have to be um, 
fused together with certain friends or family. Because uh, at the end of the day, I know that their presence is a part of the journey. I know that their presence is to make the journey more um, fun, so to speak, you know, to connect so that your time while you're here is great. And so um, setting those boundaries helped me know what I felt like and what I didn't feel like and what I wanted to feel like when I had interactions. And so I would see, you know, the interactions that I have with other friends versus interactions that I have with another uh, friend or a group of friends. And I would be like, this one ain't healthy and this one's functioning great. And it's just a a matter of self-respect and respect that we have for each other. When I say I've ended friendships, I have ended friendship for for a many of reasons of disrespect. However, recently it's just actually like a year ago, almost two years now, but when I really started enforcing that. And so it was kind of for me like, well, if I say something to you and I tell you that I feel like you've disrespected me or if you know that you're being disrespectful um, and it could be over the phone, it could be face to face, it could be text message, it could be social media. It doesn't matter. You know, as long as we're communicating and I feel some level of disrespect, that's it. And I'm at the age also where I don't explain why. You know, I think as adults, we all need to know and be responsible for ourselves and the way that we operate and understanding that we are all autonomous beings. And so what works for me may not work for you, may not work for another person, may not work for, you know, your mom, your uncle, your sister, your cousin, whoever. But it's about making and setting rules for yourself and your life so that you can enjoy your time here. And honestly, most of uh, the friendships that were ended were because they needed to, you know? And so I just don't tolerate inappropriateness. And so for me at first, it was really difficult to, I guess, follow through with boundaries. But one thing I learned and consistently reminded myself is that I was doing this for my own personal well-being. And so what changed after I started setting boundaries was amazing. You know, number one, people who don't belong in your life will fall out with you and drop out. I got in a huge blowout fight with a friend and that was almost a year ago. And we still are not speaking because people who don't belong will leave. Um, It's the number one thing that will change your bottom line of happiness, too, because when you no longer have that lingering stress about interactions or that lingering feeling of animosity or that lingering feeling of static or whatever tension, um, once that drops off, it's a whole new game. And so, two... It allowed me to expand the way that I can speak up for myself. I used to be the type where I would just say, okay, and I'm pretty vocal about things that I want to do and things that I don't want to do, but 
for the longest, I felt that I had to do things. Oh, this is my sister, so I have to do this. This is my aunt, so I need to do this. These are my, this is my best friend, so I need to support this, you know. And so even if I personally didn't feel like I wanted to go, didn't feel like I wanted to be involved, didn't feel like I wanted to run your errand, you know, um, I was able to happily speak up for myself and say no, period. They, they often would respond with a why or um, some sort of display of anger, discontentment, and guess what? The answer is still no with no explanation. So I no longer feel guilty or pressured when I don't attend or show up for things, you know, sometimes we as people, as I said last week, place expectations upon things and people that don't necessarily belong and we get let down. And so those boundaries really taught those people around me not to feel entitled for my time or have a sense of entitlement over me and what I am going to do for them or do with them um, or be involved in or um, engage with, you know, it allowed me to freely do what I want to do and articulate, articulate, excuse me, what I don't want to do without the pressure of setting and, um, or without the pressure of feeling like I'm letting somebody down. And so setting and enforcing boundaries can be very hard. But when I tell you it's premium top level adulting, uh, the more you feel like you gain pieces of yourself back, the more whole you will feel. And the more whole you feel, the more happiness and joy uh, that you can extract. And so setting those boundaries about your time, your feeling, um, how you're treated, your finances, all those things. Um, if more people set boundaries, the happier we all would be and probably a whole lot less agitated. And that's truth. That's honesty. So that's all I have for you guys this week. Um, don't forget your five star reviews and I will be back next week with another episode of Ask Glow podcast until next time.